You're listening to another episode of my new podcast, Chris Behind the Mic. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Chris, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. This is now episode number six. So we've made a slight adjustment in regards to this episode topic. As you all know, this episode was supposed to be chatting about our eras, but we're now moving that to episode number seven because we have an even bigger topic for this episode. So joining me in studio to talk about this topic, sitting with me is my friend, Abby. Thank you so much for joining me, Abby. I'm super excited to get started. Hey guys, and thank you, Chris, for having me on episode six. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to have you here. And it actually happens to be the perfect timing because next week your big move to Kingston happens for your four-year program at Queen's University, which is so awesome. So Abby, you're a brand new student at Queen's University in Kingston. So why don't you start off the show by talking a little bit about that? Yeah, so I applied to Queen's in Queen's University in Kingston, and I applied for the Bachelor Arts Honors Program for English. So I got accepted into the English program, um, and my first year, I'm actually, I chose five courses that I'm doing, but they're very broad as to what I'm doing, so obviously English. Um, I'm doing a film media course, political science, classical studies, and orchestra. Those sound like such fun courses, and what I love about it is you chose such a variety of different courses, so that way you can try a bunch of different things rather than focusing on just one thing which is so awesome so if one day you're feeling like you want to make some music or if you want to take the filmmaking course you have so many different options so that was really good that you did it that way that's what i love about the arts program at queens because it's very broad in your first year you don't have to pick your major until second year or like may of 2022 i have to um so yeah that's really convenient and in high school we were very fortunate to have a lot of support like guidance counselors and teachers that were there to help us and support us as we make big decisions but again you're going to be living on your own and you have to figure out all the essentials and all the parts of that so it's obviously a big deal i had to figure that all out for myself and i feel like as like a graduate and like a first year undergraduate it's so stressful to like thinking about living on my own having to figure out everything for myself was just really stressful and even having parents that like didn't go to university i had one parent who went to university but that was a long time ago things are way different you're exactly right and things have changed a lot since our parents were younger because obviously with the way social media and technology have evolved we just went through a whole year of covid with school so obviously it is going to be a lot different And like I mentioned, we did have a lot of support within our school through big assemblies that we had that strictly focused on college and university. But again, every school is different, every policy is different, and it's going to be different for everybody. Now, Abby, with your big move happening next week, you were fortunate to actually visit the Queens in Kingston. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and what that experience was like before you move? Yeah, so it was definitely a little bit nerve-wracking seeing how big the campus is and how eventually in a week having to navigate that on my own I actually was lucky enough to see my residence I wasn't able to go in but I did look in the window the dorms are pretty tiny but that is dorm rooms and I'm very excited it's very cute and quaint um I'm actually in Jean Royce Hall um is the name of my residence at Queens and there's also a cafeteria in there that looks really nice um it's right beside the teachers college in an auditorium so that was really great um it is like a little bit of a walk to the main campus so I have to like walk 15 minutes or like take a bus so in this in the winter if I miss a bus that's kind of that kind of sucks but yeah it was really exciting to see all the buildings all the buildings are like old brick buildings 
And not only is that like so cool to just see, but it's such a different scenery from where we are now. So not only are you completely moving to a new residence and a new dorm, but you're also getting to see a brand new city, which is so cool, right? Way better than Kishawarloo, but maybe yeah. it's just because I've lived here my whole life. Um, it's definitely like way prettier there. Which, which I think adds some fun to this new adventure for you because obviously things are so much different there. Not even just visually, but I'm sure there's so many different activities there that we don't have here in Kitchener. So it obviously adds, again, a lot of fun and it'll make things really exciting for you. Yeah, so when I first got to Kingston with my friend, I definitely um, was a little bit, I felt like I was going in blind um, before I went to Kingston. Like I was thinking, oh, well, I'm going to go into my campus. I'm not going to know where to go. But now that I've been there and I've been shown around, um, I definitely know a little bit of my way around. And the campus is not as big as it was in my mind. So that was definitely very helpful for me. And being able to see like my residents and stuff made me feel prepared to live alone and just like get out there. And we kind of had a similar feeling, I remember for me especially, going into high school because I went in for registration and they gave me a brief tour when I went in and I thought, this three-floor school is huge. How am I going to find my way around? But now looking at your situation, not only are you having to find your way around this new campus, but you're also living alone in this brand new lifestyle, which is an even bigger challenge. Yeah, when me and Chris first started high school, we saw the building and we're like, this is three floors, whereas our elementary school was like two floors. This is crazy crazy now i have that times 10 with the buildings that i have to go to definitely a little bit scary <laughs> yeah so i guess going from a two-floor elementary school to a three-floor high school is obviously not that big of a deal when we're looking at abby's situation so abby next up for the show why don't we talk a little bit about your preparation process because you're making a big move five hours away and obviously for a long period of time yeah so i definitely had to do a lot of preparing um First of all, I had to go on like the school website, it's called Solus for Queens, and we had to sign up for our meal plan, um, which is really cool, um, and I also had to sign up for my courses. Um, I'm still going through the audition process for orchestra, but that's t for a later date, and um, also preparing, preparing for living on my own, so like getting dorm essentials and stuff like that, so like bed sheets, pillows, a mini fridge a Brita filter for water so I can live, you know? It's kind of crazy just getting stuff so I can, like, be my own person now, and I feel like I'm very excited for that, and it's definitely a little bit stressful because you feel like you're going to forget something, but it's, it is but about four hours away, so, like, it is kind of hard for my parents to bring me up stuff if I do forget something, but they can come up the next weekend and bring me something, and there's always, like, there's a bunch of stores around downtown Kingston, so that's really cool as well. Yeah, it's so weird to think that usually our parents are the ones that are going out to buy things for our house, like a fridge or something like that, but now you're going out to get a fridge and the essentials for your own dorm for living by yourself, which is obviously a big adjustment, but again, it's super exciting. And during this whole process, there's so many little things that you can't forget, like a toothbrush or like little shampoos and conditioners. Like there's so many things that we wouldn't think of because obviously we've never lived alone before. But with that comes so many things that you need to remember to bring. Now with me being such a homebody, I could never live that far. I always knew when it came university or college time, I would try my best to stay here close to home because I do love to be at home and I love to be in my own bed. And so I'm sure with making this big move, Abby, there's definitely a lot of fears that you have in the back of your mind. Yeah, so there's definitely a little bit of fear going into university alone, like without your parents and you're like four hours away. My biggest fear is like I'm 
sort of introverted i'm not i can't do a lot of things on my own like if i'm at the mall i'll ask my mom to go and like order food for me because it just makes me like i don't know i'm just like if my mom's there i can't i can't do it i don't know why but i feel like once i get there i'll get used to like solitary life and like doing things for myself um but yeah another thing i'm probably like a little bit scared about is like the dorms i see i don't have a roommate i'm by myself um so i'm fine with in my room by myself i am fantastic with that because i'm a homebody i am okay with being by myself essentially um one thing that i am kind of afraid of is like other people in the dorm being extremely loud um because like i'm kind of a light sleeper so like that's kind of scary um and also just like having like a bad neighbor who just like i don't know I also play the flute, so, like, people might get annoyed with me, too, so. <laughs> and I'm sure it's a lot of stress and a lot to handle at times because this is a brand new chapter in your life, but you're learning two different things all at one time. You're learning about what you want to do when you're older, occupation-wise, but then you're also learning how to be independent and live on your own, which you're going to need to know as well. So, Abby, you obviously did a lot of research about being a student at Queen's and being a student at a university in general, so why don't you talk a little bit about some of the differences that you've noticed noticed between high school and university through your research yeah so high school is definitely like high university is definitely a big jump from high school like in high school you're in classes of like 30 students and you go from class to class and you don't have breaks in between whereas in university you're in lectures that are like 200 200 plus students so it's like the the professor is not going to focus on just you so it's a lot more initiative in university, rather where in in high school, the teachers are always on you to finish their, your stuff. A professor and a lecturer is not gonna be on you to finish your assignments and stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot of independence. So you kind of have to, university, you kind of have to take initiative. You have to be very independent um, and be on track. You can't miss a day. It's really easy to just stay in your dorm and sleep in and not go to those 8 a.m. classes. Um, so it's really important to just get up and go to those classes. And I feel like in high school, your parents and your teachers and friends are pushing you to go to classes and stuff like that. Where university, you're very independent. You don't have people pushing you to do things. It's more of you are forcing yourself to do these things to better your education. And for a lot of people, that could be very nerve-wracking because a lot of people tend to need that push to kind of get their homework done or get to class because sometimes people just want to sit back and not have to go and they need that person to say, hey, you got to go to class or you got to get this done. So Abby, we have a lot of listeners that are within our age group that are going to college or university and I still need the definition for these two terms. So why don't you talk a little bit about the differences between major and minor in regards to university yeah so i had to i didn't have a lot of help with figuring out like what a major and minor was or like there's a medial as well that's another thing i didn't i had no idea what that was i didn't know that existed um so when i was doing my research i was figuring out my program some programs are three years four years some programs require five years for an extra co-op year um so my program the english bah program is a four-year program on the main campus and i'm doing a major when you're doing a major you can also take a minor so that means that you're taking most of your courses during your four years like in one year you'll have most of your courses being part of your major English, and then you can choose a minor. So I want to choose music so I can do like, I guess, four courses that are part of a minor. So by the end, when you get your degree, you're majoring in this and minoring in this. So it's basically just saying you have a little bit of courses in this and a lot of bit of courses in this. If it makes sense. <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. And what I think is so cool about it is you can make all these minor decisions before you make that major decision of what you want to do. 
Now, Abby, do you feel you have a big plan for the future, or are you kind of just figuring out things as you go slowly? Now, I'm going to be completely honest here. I have no idea what I want to do. I'm just going into English. I would love to become an English teacher, but I'm currently wanting to just, I just want to travel. I just want to travel and do things. Um, that's why I'm thinking of doing an, an exchange program in my third year. I would love to go either to Europe, anywhere in Europe or Japan. I feel like that would be so cool. That's what I'm aiming to do. That's my big picture for now. Um, but after university, honestly, I feel like I'll figure that out when I actually choose my major second year. I have a lot of time. <laughs> traveling would be so much fun. I love traveling. I can't wait to finally be able to do it again. Um, and I actually noticed when I went to Banff and Alberta with my family a couple summers ago, they have so many opportunities for young students like us. There was some students running the lifts at the top of the hills and just running some basic attractions. And so that'd be so cool to do for a summer. And now leaving high school can be such a stressful time. You might not know what you want to do or where you want to go, but there's so many opportunities that Abby looked into before she made her big decision to go to Queen's University. Yeah, so I know you took a gap year, which is super smart because then you, can, you have a year to figure out what program do I want to do? What do I want to be? What do I want to do? And you can research you can research more about university and programs and stuff like that. Um, whereas me, I felt like I rushed into a lot of stuff which honestly I did a lot of research and I thoroughly researched stuff so I was good by the end of it but I feel like if I were to take a gap year it would have been better for me um but I'm completely fine now but other routes that you could take after after high school I feel like teachers and guidance counselors and adults in my life have always been like university is a safe route but there's so many other like things you can do other than just going to university there's apprenticeships they not a lot of gen z's or people going into the workforce we don't have a lot of apprenticeships or trades workers now they need trade workers um you can go to college college have a lot of pro co-op programs which are very very highly looked upon for like future jobs and stuff you can take a gap year you can take a fifth year or work in customer service if you want just do what you enjoy to be honest there's no judgment whatsoever you're exactly right and i think a lot of people tend to resort to the college and university route which is totally normal of course because it's schooling but again there's always co-ops that you can take or apprenticeships which i actually wanted to look into because for broadcasting you can sometimes go to radio stations or even like rogers tv which is where co-ops come really in handy and to all the listeners that are high school students or former high school students what i loved about being in the classroom and i'm sure you'll agree as well is we were offered so many courses in regards to our careers because our career is our future so it's good that we know about it yeah in grade 10 we had a mandatory course called civics and careers which basically it wasn't very thorough and in-depth about university but it definitely opened you up to different opportunities you can take after high school which I thought was really great so it wasn't just focusing on university because I know um, my careers teacher told us you don't have to go to university there's college options apprenticeships co-ops um, and I felt like that was really great and in grade 10 when we had to take that mandatory course um, we got to plan I guess plan out our futures sort of not planning out our futures indefinitely but just planning them out 
And one of my favorite things about that course especially was they offered so many sources to help us for our future. And those sources I still use even today when I want to look at schools or just general job opportunities that are out there in the world. Now, Abby, with this big move happening next week for you, I'm sure you've done a lot of research on what you can do in this big stressful time. So what would you like to share with the audience? Maybe some tips and tricks for a new university student or even living by yourself. Yeah, so definitely when applying for university and applying for residence and stuff, it is very stressful, but it's just, my advice is to just not give up because it's very hard to just be like, you know what, this is too stressful, I don't want to do it. But I just, just keep pushing through it, do your research, apply to things, get out there, ask for help, email people. I went through phone call after phone call, email after email, and just, if you're really passionate about it and you really want to do it, don't give up. That is spot on. And I feel like a lot of people, when they get that no, for example, from a university or a college, that just breaks them and they don't want to continue this. They think they're never going to get into a school. But like Abby said, if you're passionate, keep going and don't stop. Now, there's a lot of listeners out there that are probably going to university or going to college or planning to go to school in the future. So Abby, why don't you share some of the sources that you use that you thought benefited you when you were planning to go to school? Yes, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of resources for people who are thinking about doing education after high school um, into university or college. Um, a lot of websites that helped me was OntarioUniversityInfo.ca. That one just tells you a bunch of stuff you need to know, like what is a major, what is a minor, what is a medial. Um, what programs can I sign up for if I'm interested in something? My Blueprint helped us through university a lot, or through high school a lot. Um, and Ontario Student Assistance Program, or OSAP, is for students who may not have the money or the funds for university, but this is like a student loan program or just information about student loans and stuff too um, to help you out with that. And then OIWAC.ca or OUAC.ca that has everything you need to know about Ontario universities um, and how, how you would go about applying for universities and colleges as well. And so many sources keep coming out as well that'll help you for your future. So don't be afraid to ask questions and use those sources to find any answers that you might have in regards to going to school. Now, thank you so much for joining me, Abby. That's a wrap of a really great educational episode for all the high school students that are planning to go to university or college. I will definitely be having you back when you come back for your break from school because I want to be able to hear what it's like at Queen's University and what it's like on the residence. Thank you again, Chris, for having me on episode six. This was so fun. Thank you all so much for listening to episode six of Chris Behind the Mic. Now, keep in mind, next week is a big episode, episode number seven. We're going to be talking about looking into eras and i'm going to have a guest talk with me about my childhood and then we're going to have some voice memos of some of the listeners sharing about their era and their childhood i can't wait i'm so excited but until then always remember that you can stay in touch with me through my social media platforms they are all at chris behind the mic i have a link tree in my bio with all the platforms that you can listen to the show and if you're interested of sitting with me for an episode you can fill out the bks form and share with me a topic you would like to discuss and i'll get back to you thank you so much again for listening and i'll see you next week If you enjoyed this week's episode of Chris Behind the Mic, feel free to leave a rating or review on the platform that you listen to, and feel free to follow and subscribe as well on that platform.